Have you ever said something like, I see that my gutters are clogged, but I'm really busy. I think I'll just get that later. And later never comes. Well, the handyman pros are going to have a discussion about why you shouldn't put off till tomorrow what you should do today. Welcome to the Handyman Pros Radio Show. Home improvement and maintenance tips from the pros. Thanks for listening to another edition of the Handyman Pros Radio Show, where our goal, goal is to help save you time, money, and aggravation on your home maintenance and repair. This edition's entitled, I'll Get to That Later. Not. To help me explain, I'm here with my ever-cheerful co-host and old buddy John. John, what has been going on this week? Hey, Larry. I'm uh, I'm vertical, man. I, I, I'll tell you. <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> yeah, it counts, I, uh, doesn't it? It counts. I have been, I have been working. Yeah, man, I am telling you, I, I, you know, I'm, the twenties. I'm not twenty anymore. I'll tell you that much. So I've been, I've been doing a lot. I know that you've been doing a lot too. Um, this this past week, I've been working on a working on a house that uh, that these folks have, and it's a it's an older it's an older home, and it has not been maintained. Uh, for years and the past maintenance on it was bad okay so that was a double whammy but uh it's it it took me a lot of uh to 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 fix this thing up and so let's just be clear you were afraid you actually weren't going to be do be able to do the repairs because as you opened things up it might have turned into a complete nightmare yeah, so let's um yeah, let me let's unpack this a little bit. Yep. Um so, so I so, want to just say folks, we talk about this a lot. We really do, but we talk about it so much because of our experiences in the field when we're out doing jobs for people, the things that we see are innumerable, I guess John, would you say? I mean, we just see it it's completely a broken record. It's over and over and over. It's it's a combination of poor installation techniques along with a lack of maintenance along with ignoring, you know, yeah, things and, that and, are going on. That's exactly right. And a lack of awareness of what of what's happening and uh like you said not 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 to keep rehashing some things, but I think in this in this show is to bring out some other some other um instances here case in points that you know you might you know as the listeners out there you might want to be looking at in your home uh you know as we as we go through this because the uh, the consequences of of not doing it as we've talked about in some other shows is is uh you know it, it's not good it's it's not <laughs> it's, good so i thought we'd start let's just start with the old cause and effect right john i mean what it what is it newton said for every action there's an equal and opposite reaction <laughs> mm-hmm. right um you know if you do this, then that will happen. Or if you don't do yeah. this, then that will happen, right? Yeah. And we see these things in, in in your home largely. A lot of these problems cause what I call a cumulative problem, right? So if you ignore it today, it's not that big a deal. But through time, it becomes worse and worse and worse. Right. And many times, as you know, and we've discussed that we do, we discuss this constantly, but we keep discussing it because we're trying to change the way people mm-hmm. approach their homes. Um, some of these problems just keep adding up and adding up. And what happens lots of times is it happens where you don't see it. And that's when it gets right. really right. expensive, and we, right? Right. So, and we actually did a, a little tip on you know looking under your appliances for this very reason because a lot of people don't. 
and um, I've worked on worked on flooring that uh, from from dripping appliances that people don't know. Now, what I'm about to tell you from you know my experience this last cup this this last week, you know, was on the exterior of the home, but it actually was intruding on the interior. Um, but it was you know so so bad uh, that like you were mentioning that I, I didn't know how far this thing was really going to go. And consequently, so, how expensive it could get, right? It, it, it. Um, well, it didn't. It didn't. That's the good news, right? Yeah, it, it didn't. Uh, unfortunately, it, you know, it, it was, uh, it was really bad. So delve uh, into some of those, John. Let's talk about. Well, talk about yeah. Some so, specifics. so one of the things that I found here's what I found was that, that it was an older home, it was a one, uh, one story home, uh, and and uh, so consequently, uh, you know, for me, I was like, you know, up on the ladder, not big deal. But uh, I looked in in one corner where the gutters meet on a 90. And, um, you know, there's been a big, I don't know if there's rats or um, a squirrel chewed through the shingle, actually chewed through shingles into the house. And there's a great big hole in there on the, on the overhang of the front door. And it, it had rotted away, of course, the, 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 the wood um, underneath the shingles and, and, and the fascia. Um, and the, the board below it, uh, you know, that was kind of the ceiling to the, the little front porch and it was just a mess. And I, I, you know, it was, it was quite, really quite the mess. Now, the other thing I did find about that now that's bad enough, right? Okay. That to leave a big hole like that go. Um, but the other thing I found was, and I, you mentioned earlier, it was incorrectly installed things was the gutters. When I looked around on the house, um, most of the gutters seem to have been like replacement gutters and they might've been, you know, maybe 20 years old. And the, uh, the gutters were installed outside with, with the outside of the shingles. You, you follow me with the, the shingles were not rolled into the gutters. Yeah. So the gutters were actually attached on top of the shingles. Would you say that's, that's the, yes, the case? That's, that's, yeah. that's right. So the shingles were hanging down against the fascia. And then the gutters were installed, and the, so the so the water <laughs> was was running down behind the the gutter onto the fascia, right? Which is an roof. incorrect installation, folks. Remember, water yeah. is supposed to run over the top of the gutter and <laughs> right. into the gutter, not behind the gutter. So right. just so and you understand it, exactly. And 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 to boot, the, you know the the. Um, the gutters were those nailed-on gutters, right? And now all the nails, of course, are all loose. So the gutters are pulling away from the from the house. So now the water's really running down the fascia. Uh, really, and there's junk getting behind there, like you know, pine straw, leaves, all kinds of stuff, and it's pushing the gutter out further and further away from the fascia, and just holding the water, the fascia board, and just hold, and holding the water against there. And it was. Um, I mean, it was just short of you know taking down every gutter on the whole house and replacing all the fascia boards. Um, they didn't want to do that. They had to re- repair some things for this for purposes of uh, what the, the this house were the, what they're going to do with it. But um, you know, I replaced a lot of a lot of boards on on that behind the gutters. Yeah, and and would you say that you didn't do all of you? Well, you just did say you didn't do all of the repairs that technically would have should have been done would you agree with that if you were to if you were to bring that house back up it, that that's what i would say that that whole thing would have to be 
um, all the fascia boards would have to be out of there. Yeah, you know, really so, do it. So let's just but, lay this scenario out, John. Let's just tell people what it is. So this this is an older home that's old owned by an elder or was owned by an elderly couple. It's still owned by the I guess the mother, and um, it's in an area in Atlanta where really the whole neighbor, all of the neighborhoods are in. We call it the tear down rebuild mode, right? Would you agree? Yeah, with it'll yeah. be a it'll be a yeah, basically a knockdown because on both sides of the house are you know one point five million dollar homes, right? And uh, this is a little old you know house probably built in the early sixties, and uh, you know they just want to get some get some um, some time out of it yet, and then probably rip it down, right? Uh, so that's any, the reason that they didn't. That's the do reason. The that's the reason they want to go rebuild. You know, full right? correct. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise. Otherwise, we were talking about a major, you know, huge expenditure. Yeah, huge expenditure of jobs. So one of the takeaways of your gutter story in particular, and and we we've talked about again. This is just a rehash, but we're gonna we're gonna talk about it again because, folks, if you hire a contractor, I don't care what they're for. You do have to inspect what you expect. If if I personally went up and saw the gutters nailed over the tops of shingles, I would have been livid. I mean, yeah. livid. I would have been yep. like, you guys can get off my property yeah, and you're right. not getting paid because right. you don't know what you're doing. So you do have to check this stuff, right? We talk about it. We talk about it. We and it's and it. it's tough for a it's tough for a you know homeowner if you're you know you got a two story house that uh, you're going up there to to uh, to inspect gutters. But you know this is something that it, it's it's. It's one of the things that you might not think about if you do have to get new gutters. And let, I'm just going to say that probably most guys, most people will will install the gutters the right way. You know, I don't right. have a problem with that. But, right. you know, it's uh, you got to verify it. You got to do something because this is one of those things where it's a uh, <clears throat> boy, it, it, it really will. It really will eat the heck out of everything. Yeah, it's just again, it's a cumulative pro- pro- problem. Water it, it, water damage doesn't occur overnight. Well, sometimes, but yeah. that's a different issue. Um, but generally, it takes a lot of time for it to be very destructive. Yeah, and I will even go to the point that I'll bet that at some point this house was built without gutters. Probably and via somebody, the age and, of the house, right? Right, and somebody yeah. decided to you know put gutters on it, and um, you know that's what that's what happened. And it actually harmed the harmed the house more than it helped. More than it helped, yeah, yeah. So one of the so you wanted me to recount my roofing story from the week. So I was yeah. actually got a call from one of my uh, customers, and they they had a, we've had quite a bit of rain here in Atlanta in the past couple of weeks, and they have a little they've had this little roofing leak. This was a a house that had been fully remodeled about two years ago, and um, it it's a it, they raised the roof on the house. It's no you know no big deal. I mean they did it and it and uh, but a very expensive remodel on this house well they've had this little leak but it only happens when it really rains hard right so i'm like all right well let's you know i'll do my i'm not a roof really i mean i'm enough of a roofing guy to know that that i know when i don't know and when i do a roofing inspection like this when they have this part-time leak i'm kind of looking for things like nail pops or stuff like that right where it's Mm -hmm. you know a nail a nail will will push up through a shingle and it creates a a a hole in the quote a quote hole in the roof but it only it takes a lot of rain before it gets down around that 
that nail. So I, I go up on the roof, and I'm and, and again, this is a one-story building because we don't do heights too well, and it's a shallow, relatively shallow pitch roof. So I get up there, and I, and immediately, I, I, they, so they're showing me where it leaks on the inside, so I get, have a kind of an idea where to look on the outside. And literally, almost directly above where, I think anyway, from where they were pointing, it's really close. If it's not directly above, it's just uh, up the pitch a little ways. There's a slice in the roof. I mean, a slice. And I looked at it, and I looked at it, and it's not only one one slice, John. It went through the it went through the top shingle, the shingle underneath that, and into the into the uh, board that into the um, sheeting board. You know, so under a roof yeah. and roof you have sheeting, then you have usually like felt. Well, it went through the felt too. So they have then they had felt, <laughs> then they had the then they had the, sh- the the one layer of shingles and then the second layer of shingles. And it really looks like I I don't know that this is what happened, but it kind I it the size of the cut and the because it was so straight sort of made me think that somebody set a running circular saw down on it you know just because of the length of the cut and the and the shape and it went deep you know and yeah. um, and it looked like that now it took 2 years before they fixed it I didn't see any damage on like the sheeting or anything because I, I actually peeled the roof up a little bit to do the repair. I didn't see any water damage on the sheeting, but that was just a question of time, right? I mean, eventually, if you'd left this thing open to the elements, it was gonna <laughs> it was gonna cause what uh, you know water damage down inside. Now they had board and batten on the. Um, inside of their ceiling so the water it wasn't like it was leaving a stain like it would on drywall so it wasn't it really that's part of the reason why it took them so long to to get anything done about it but it was fixed in about oh i don't know once i knew what it was i went down i got my caulking tube as we've Mm. said you know everything comes in a tube right well i got roofing tar wet or dry roofing tar in the tube i walked up in there i just happened to have a little piece of uh roofing fiberglass too which was just a i didn't necessarily need it but i used it because i had it and uh shot it full of shot it full of roofing tar put in the the tile or put in the um fiberglass put some more roofing tar on top of it sealed the set you know in between the layers and and then sealed it down and then put it over the top and i i as i told yeah. you i guarantee you it's not going to leak <clears throat> yeah it's not going to leak. you know i think this is a great example of um you know what the show is you know this 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 uh this version of the show is that you know i'm i'm, I'm really busy and i'll do it later exactly um, you know yes. when you see yeah. things like this okay when you see things and when you when you see rain and you know when it's raining and you see the rain coming in behind your gutter down the side of your fascia um or you see a little bit of water coming in if it's raining, you know, in, in your ceiling and how these people caught that, you know, the time to act on that is, is like now it's now because, yeah, because you're going to forget about it. You're not going to keep following up with it, but it will, you know, eventually over time yep. it will, it will really ruin things. And, you know, I, I know, <clears throat> you know, when I had at my house, when I had animals, you know, um, the squirrels outside and all that kind of stuff eating away at the house, um, you know, I'd start to kind of forget about it and wish it away, you know. But no, <laughs> you, you know, you, you can't do that. You got to fix it and 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 really fix the problem first, you know, like get those things out of there. But, you know, they will that, you know, you, they will really rip up a house and it won't be long before the elements will take over from there. Exactly. And that, and, and it is, it's, you, you brought up a different point, John, that I, I mean, this is kind of the thing, this for my customer only happened when it rained really, really hard. Right. Yeah. And so to your point, 
it's really easy to say, oh, that only happens when it really, really rains hard. Well, I know, knowing what I know, because we've been doing this for a while, yeah. that the it's only they only saw it when it really, really rained hard. It was happening every time it rained. It just didn't get all the way through the so ceiling, right? right. So yeah. this was happening all every time it rained. But even in that case, you know, if you live in a climate where it doesn't rain all the time, which Atlanta is a funny place, right? You know, Atlanta rains a lot in the spring and a lot in the fall. And in the summertime, largely it's drought. It can be very drought-like. This summer we've had a lot of pop-up showers. But the pop-up showers are short. You know, they're just really short. And so if you live in a place where it doesn't rain a lot, you've got to get on that stuff because you will. You'll put it off and you'll forget about it. You go, oh, yeah, I need to fix that and then yeah. you and then you never take action you don't pick yeah. up the phone and call your handyman or your roofer or whomever and um you know and he and at least get a diagnosis a diagnosis on it and one other thing that you said too that's really good and we talk about this all the time but john and i are both root cause guys right so we're root cause guys meaning what's the actual problem right so the there's a symptom but that's not necessarily the problem right it's it's the the cause can be it can be cascading where you have one problem leads to another problem that leads to the to what shows right and so you have to find those root cause problems and fix those once you fix the root cause generally you fix the problem right and and do you agree with that john yeah no absolutely absolutely and that's why i had to get after you know some of this some of this damage that was occurring <clears throat> around my house you know the elements were about to take over because what they do, you know, like a squirrel, they'll start Ugh. to they'll start to chew chew. Yeah, they'll start to chew on the on the wood. Well, that you know, they'll eat the paint off the wood. Well, now the wood's exposed. You know, <laughs> now the wood's exposed and, to the elements. Then, yeah. Now the next thing you know, now you're battling. You know, the, well, the, you know, squirrel just started a, a nice little place for the the wood to soak up water, and you know, you know the rest of the story. But um, then they get in your house yeah, and go I'm, through all your insulation and screw that all up, and then they leave other little presents that you don't want in your insulation, and so well, forth. They ripped and out, so well, they ripped out. Yeah, once yeah, once they got up in my attic, they uh, they they ripped out all the uh, all the pink in insulation. They don't like the they don't like the uh, the yellow insulation, but the the pink stuff that they had up there, they they ripped that, and and I would find that up in the trees. Yeah, um, isn't that interesting? The, the trees, yeah. you know, they ripped that out of my house, and and uh, you know, anyways, that's I digress on that. But you know, these are folks the, the things that you want to you you want to you want to look you want to look for. You know, when it rains, you know, get up get up and take a look at the, at the inside of your attic for you know those stains and and for, things like that. Yeah, for stains, just you know, do an internal inspection. You can see yeah. where there's a leak. You know, and even if it's a really slow leak, if it's just a nail, like through a nail, it'll leave a it'll leave a dark stain around that nail. You'll see it. You know, you'll you'll know it. If everything looks clean, you're in pretty good shape. I did want to relate one other story, John, and this just happened to be this was at at the at one of the houses I was working on this week. I, I walked into the house. This is a this is a house that was built in 2015, so I guess it's about five years old. Um, very very nice house. And I'm as I'm walking in, I look down at the driveway and um, they'd had the driveway cleaned in the not too distant past because the driveway was brilliant white i mean i hate to say it mm -hmm. concrete and mm -hmm. in atlanta to have brilliant white yeah. concrete means you clean it probably within a month um but what i notice is as i'm walking along i noticed three holes in the concrete two of the holes were 
not through the concrete, meaning they were just kind of like surface holes. But as I'm looking at them, what I see is that they're actually the stones. They're the aggregate. There's where a piece of aggregate, I mean, aggregate is the rock part of concrete. So they, there's in concrete, there's rock, sand, and, and cement. And when what happens with concrete when it dries is the, the rock and, this, and the sand kind of tend to settle to the, to the bottom and then the, the uh, cement comes up to the top. And that's what you get. That's how you get a nice smooth concrete top. And anyway, there, these were places where actually some of the aggregate had kind of chipped out of the concrete. Well, two of them didn't go all the way through, but one actually went all the way through the concrete, and I was actually looking at dirt down below it. Now, this hole was probably the size of a quarter, maybe, maybe just slightly bigger than that, but not huge, right? And I, in my eminent wisdom, because I do what I do, I happen to have a little concrete patch left from another job on the truck, and I just took my trowel out and filled in those holes and made them nice and smooth. So I told the, the homeowner that I had done that, and they were like, oh, Number one, they didn't even notice them, which was fine. That's that's not an issue. But I said, well, I said the two that didn't go through the concrete, they were fine. That's just a, kind of a cosmetic thing. If we lived in a northern climate, you wouldn't want them pooling up with water and freezing because that would chip the concrete out more. But in the south here, it doesn't freeze that much, so we don't worry about that. But the one that went all the way through, that one was a critical one because what happens here in Georgia, and, John, you know this because you've, you've experienced this, water runs in there, it gets in, and it'll actually wash the bed out underneath the concrete slab. Long Long story short, given enough time, that would have cracked that concrete slab eventually. Yep. It would have washed out underneath it and, and, and cracked the concrete slab. Uh, filled it in, guess what? It's going to harden up. It's going to yeah. be waterproof again. <clears throat> all done. They, they won't yeah. have those problems, right? And I think the moral of the story is that, you know, for the folks out there is to take a look at at these type of things. And that's why we're doing this show, right. is, to, right. is to bring this to, to your attention. Because it's the little things that you might not be looking at day to day that you should be looking at. Right. You know, it's, it's those little things like, you know, hmm, you know, I've got a, you know, if you live in a northern climate and you've got a void like like that in your in your concrete, you want to you want to figure out figure a way to get that fixed quick because, uh, you know, if it does freeze, it'll crack. It'll crack um, it. Yeah. The, the and, hydraulic um, pressure then, then the you're in. Yep. Yeah. Then you're in for a then, then you're in for a bigger bill. It'll do it a lot uh, faster in the north than it will here in the south. Yeah. In the south, it's a wash problem. It will wash the dirt away. In the north, it's a freeze problem, and the freeze will crack quickly. That's so, quick. You know, that's a that that's a lot of uh, that, that's a lot of good advice. Out, you know, for you folks out there that are just just take a look at these things. You know, don't overlook anything. You kind of have to be your own, you know, Inspector Clouseau, if you will, to yeah, to take yeah. a look at your take a look at your house. Um, you yeah, know, because as we've as we talked about, you know, we've got some of the roofing issues. We've got the gutter issues that we talked about. You've got the animal issues. Um, a lot of people, you know, a lot of folks just, you know, we are busy. We're all busy. We're and all we busy. just don't take a look at it, but it's always nice. And we'll be coming up with some tips for seasonal changes here and things like that. But it's always nice to do a, a little bit of, uh, you know, a walk around of your, uh, of your home and just, kind of with a critical eye and just take a look at things. Yeah, and and so one of my other favorite things too is is kind of question everything, right? Like why is that that way? Is always a good question to say, you know, why is it that way? And is it supposed to be that way? And that folks if you're if you're not experienced as, you know, as John and I we've we've got lots of experience doing this kind of stuff. But if you're not experienced, you know, look at your neighbor's house. I mean, even if just look at other things, like how did they do it? 
you know, just and kind of just be observational and look and go, huh, mine doesn't look like that. Is that right or not? And again, and one other thing that I always tell people is, is think like, think like in the case of, say we're talking about water, think like water. How does water move? right? Water and air are both fluids. They both move in very similar ways. Water always goes to the lowest spot, right? Air goes, depending on the air, but air will move through things. And if you feel a breeze somewhere, you might need to block that breeze. You know, mm-hmm. you might need to put a little insulation in there or, 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 or something. You know, you, you can feel it. Water will always flow to the lowest spot. Is, am I supposed to have puddles in my lawn? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, just as an example, that actually came from the same house. Um, they have a bit of a drainage problem. We're going to address this in the future, but they have a bit of a drainage, a drainage problem at the house. And it, it just has to do with they have a low spot in their lawn. And it actually is. Yesterday we were there it was about 95 out and the lawn was wet. And I, when I mean wet, I mean mucky, you know, wet, wet, like muddy. You know, it's awful. Yeah. yeah. And it's, and it's, and it's so forth and so on. And there's, you know, but there's ways to fix that. It's not, it's not difficult, but is that ground supposed to be wet? Well, the short answer is not really, you know? And so is it, is the juice worth the squeeze to fix it? In this case, it's a, in the lawn is a little different than elsewhere in your house. But if you're, you know, if you're looking at something on the side of your house, you, you know, is it supposed to be that way? Same thing with animals, you know, like you're talking about your squirrels, John, are my gutters supposed to be chewed up like that? Or my is my fascia board supposed to be chewed up like that? Or you know anything, right? Uh, John, you related a story about a hornet's nest when you were cutting the bushes, right? Am I supposed to be hearing that hum when I'm next to my bushes? You know, yeah, like, yeah, right. That, uh, yeah, that, nope. that was that was something you don't want to you, you don't you don't don't want to tangle with. And, if, and the folks out there who have, you know what I'm talking about. And, and <laughs> so it's exactly it's, it's, yeah. it, it. You know that goes back to just being observant, um, which I wasn't. But, uh, you know. Well, you were quickly thereafter. Yeah, yeah, I sure was. <laughs> but it's well, still, actually, it's all I those things. I saw the bullet that got me on this one. Yeah, so. right. So it's just uh, it's just some things about, you know, go out and, and be observational and question, you know, question things. So that, is it supposed to be that way? Um, you know, because, and if not, you know, Uncle Google can give you a tremendous amount of information. So can YouTube. You know, you can, you can learn a, I mean, a tremendous amount of things both on Google <coughs> and YouTube, right? I mean, you have to admit, so. John, so I, you know, I think this is a, you know, once again, I think for the for the folks out there is to take a look at to to, to be observant and be, and take a look at these and take a look at these things because just what I've experienced in this last uh, you know three days and that's kind of why we wanted to bring this to you was that you know it really this thing didn't have to be that way I I was working on some some older shutters uh, that weren't so bad I was so surprised but you know if any of you folks out there have some of that those that wrought iron fence, uh, you know, that, you know, or decorative stuff that's been painted black and over the time it's just rust. I mean, it's, it's really keep your eye on stuff like that. You, you can save yourself a whole lot of time and trouble um, by just taking, taking care of it and not letting things go. Yep. Yep. And, and actually it's funny on this same house, this 2015 house, you're talking about the black iron railing. This was going down their stairs. Now she asked me about that. She said, how do I get rid of this? And I gave her a couple of different suggestions, which there's a couple of different ways. We probably could do a show on doing metal, John, um, you know, on how to repair rusty metal. Um, 
but uh, anyway, I gave her a couple of you know a couple of the different tips that I know work and um, to fix that. And then I did explain to her too that it's actually good to take care of this because when that when it rusts off eventually, which I told her was ten or fifteen years down the road, it's very difficult because of the way it was sent in the core of the concrete. I said it's not as simple. It's not a simple repair. It becomes a complicated repair at that right. point. Um, and some of this stuff, you just kind of you know if you can head it off, you get as much out of it as you can, and then you know and then you're going to have to replace it. But it, uh, again, you you just don't go eh whatever you know eh eh whatever you know i'll get to it when i get to it and um we're not and folks we're not trying to load you up with a million things to do but what we're just telling you is just get just get kind of proactive on stuff you know just get it taken care of put at least put it on a to-do list put it on that to-do list you know yeah and from and from time to time we'll we'll be bringing you some stories from the field like this and just uh you know some of some of the strange things and some of the normal things that we see um, because you just never know where the where the troubles uh where the troubles going to be coming from, and and that's why we want to we want to bring this to you. Because <clears throat> Larry, when you told me about the, you know the the slice in the roof, um, you know I mean I've heard of a lot of things and I've I've experienced a lot of things there, but um, not you know that was a new one for me. And you're probably right. Somebody put down a running a running a circular saw on the roof and didn't care. Yeah, and didn't and, care. And I didn't just picked care. it up and said, "Okay, I'm done here," and, and left. Yep. And and you I know. mean, when you look at the line, it, it was just about six inches long, John. Gee, how yeah. big is a circular saw blade? Seven and a quarter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, right. I mean, it's kind of like, well, okay, you know, to the I mean, edge yeah. to, to a guy that works with this stuff all the time, it's like, yeah, I know what yeah. that is. It's a circular yeah, you, saw you blade. You had the you forensics know? down there. Yeah, of you, course. <laughs> you know, yeah. piece of cake, right? But anyway, <laughs> so um, so yeah, that's that's just it. It it's back to our goal of help saving you time, money, and aggravation on your home maintenance and repairs. And these stories, when we tell them to you, look. We're we're not making this stuff up. Trust me. You know, if we wanted to make stuff up, we'll make up yeah. more extravagant stories than these. <laughs> John's a great storyteller. I'm just telling you, folks. I'm just telling you. So, all right. Well, questions, comments, and concerns. Um, folks, if you have any questions or anything, send them to us at questions at handymanprosradioshow.com. We do have a Facebook page that's at Handyman Pros. Um, you can leave us a voice message on our website. It's handymanprosradioshow.com. Up in the right-hand corner, there's a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Um, we like your, your input. We'd like all of that kind of thing. And so um, if you have any, any feedback for us, we would really, really appreciate it. Please reach out to us and, and get a hold of us. And maybe we'll even have you on the show. So we've got some, we've actually got some listeners coming up on the show. We're going to do some interviews with some of our listeners. So we've gotten a couple of good emails. And so we're going we're gonna to bring some of our listeners on the show. It's going to be kind of fun. So I was actually talking to one of our listeners, John. He was from the planet Krypton, and he was going to bring his spaceship down here. But he said there's something about bringing his spaceship into your yard that it always ends up getting taken apart. Is that true? Well, either taken apart or the squirrels will beat me to it. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, if you've enjoyed this podcast and have derived some value from it, here's four things you can do. One, tell your friends about this podcast. Two, hit subscribe on your podcast player. While you're there, leave us a review. Three, subscribe to our newsletter by going to handymanprosradioshow.com and click on the subscribe button. We'll inform you of upcoming events, shows, and give you actionable tips for maintaining your home and property. And four, send us an email with your questions to questions at handymanprosradioshow.com. That's handymanprosradioshow.com. That's our show for this week. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week on the Handyman Pros Radio Show. 